Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox Internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash internet for details. Oh, New York City's. It don't look good. One in five. It don't look good. Let's talk basketball. New York Cities. We suck again. <laughs> uh, I bought Sam. Sam, say hello. What's going on? And I bought Bam. Bam, say hello. Happy Friday. Yeah, not so happy. <laughs> When's the next time this team plays? Either you know. Oh shit, that's that's a quick turnaround. Who do they play? Pacers. Oh. Okay. They'll probably lose. <laughs> All right. They have a home and home coming up with Indiana. Yeah. Oh, so we could be. So you're telling me we could be three and four by the end of the week? <laughs> could be. Um. Let's talk about this team, man. I mean, one in five is a bad start, obviously. It's not much to like. The scariest part of it, which to me is a macro scary part, is Ben. Uh, let's start with him. Matt, give me the, the bad about Ben. It would be quicker to go with the good. Um <laughs> Nah, take your time. What's bad about Ben Simmons? Uh, number one, he's a lifeless he's a lifeless robot on the floor. Mm. Uh, he gives dumb fouls. He doesn't want to shoot the ball. He doesn't look at the rim. He's clogging the paint because he's essentially a center playing next to a center. His on-ball defense has been bad. He makes stupid fouls. Um, and every time he does something that's a little Ben Simmonish, that is like the elephant in the room, you can feel it drag down uh, the arena, the team. Uh, should I keep going? I <laughs> keep going. If there's more I mean, on your chest, you know he's got two years left on his contract. After this is rough. Um, there's already stories coming out, whether they're true or not. They become noise that. Scouts are saying he looks relieved when um, he's getting fouls. Now, whether that's true or not is almost Look, immaterial. Hold, hold on, hold on. It, it is, it it's is, still it a story. is. It's not, but that's the thing. It's like, it's, it's. I think I feel like it's commensurate to what this kid has been going through. Maybe, you, but it's going to only grow louder uh, the longer oh, he plays poorly. I, I, obviously, and it, and how they handle that is gonna, you know. Is, is going to speak to that. I mean, before I say anything, or before I even try to defend him, um, Sam, I know you have you you agree and you echo some of those sentiments. Lay it yeah, on the table. You know, I, so here's the thing. 
and this is something I've been hearing both like in articles or reading in articles and hearing in podcasts and uh, even joining, you know, Nets Twitter spaces. I've heard people say like, you know, it's going to take him a certain amount of time to be himself physically and whatnot. And I actually think that he, it might take him a full year to be who he is, who he is physically. And obviously the Nets don't totally yeah. ha have that, have that much time. But I it don't... took Chris Paul a full year. Like he had that one year where he became the worst contract, got to the Suns, right. and but all of a sudden he she... could play again. But to me, the issue for me is really not like look if he's not if he's not even like eighty five to ninety percent of the videos that you see on Twitter of how he used to be in Philly, they're mm -hmm. not winning a title. But to no. me, like the the real issue, and I think Bam has alluded to it in <laughs> in in text and whatnot, is that. Mm -hmm. If he right now he's not only not good, it's that he is so bad, and he legitimately, in my view, of watching NBA so far this year, is arguably the worst player in basketball. Like, and I I truly do think that. Like, he he doesn't add anything on on defense. He's mm -hmm. a walking he's a walking foul on on defense. On offense, he basically brings up the floor, goes into a corner where no one has to guard him, so he basically clogs the lane. And the real issue is that he just – I truly believe this. He doesn't look like someone who wants to be playing, and that's what worries me because a Ben who's physically limited but is looking to drive and doesn't have the same explosiveness, that to me is just like a mediocre to maybe a little bit above average because of his size – point guard who's playing like decent defense and, and but not playing all nba defense right now he just looks like he has no interest in in being out there and whether you and i guess my last thing i'll say is whether you agree with the um the rumor that bam alluded to that i had sent you guys earlier about how scouts think that he actually looks relieved when he gets in foul trouble because he gets taken out of the game i honestly do kind of subscribe to it and it's not because i'm a ben hater or whatnot i just think that's what he looks like and i think that with Stories like this, when there's smoke, there is some fire. You have the fake COVID test and whatnot. And whether it's true or not, we've never seen... It's not true. It's not true. Remember, this is the same line of bullshit where they put out, like, completely erroneously, like Rick Buecher said, um, Ben left the group text. They're all... With things like your uh, someone's mental health, right, it always leaves a mystery of whether or not it could be fixed, or when it could, it could be applied to anything. You, you understand what I'm saying? Like, you could play that card at any point to but write a story, this, and we're my, all going to talk about it. But it makes thing. absolutely no sense. Just, this just is my like thing. that story. This is my thing, though, and, and I think that we're obviously treading in, in territory that obviously, like, no one really wants to talk about or whatever. But there are plenty of guys playing in the NBA that – are dealing with a gazillion different things going on at once. And that, to me, that I think that you can um, unlink what's going on off the court and whatnot with the fact that he looks like someone that doesn't really want to be playing basketball. And No, I, I've seen this before. I, I've seen this like, before recently. You, like, yeah, I, yeah, I, I have. I, I've, I I've seen it before, and you guys have seen it before. This is the way an athlete looks when his magic is gone. When he reaches into his bag of magic and it doesn't do stuff. This is a person who has always been the most physically gifted person. Well, most of the times, 
is the most right. physically gifted person on the court. Guess what? He has back surgery, and he can't jump so high no more, and he can't run so fast no more. And if he's never going to be that guy again, he's going to sulk. Because, again, when you lose your magic, when you lose your superpowers, it is probably the most depressing day in a superhero's life. And yeah, you saw it with Saquon Barkley last year. Ex- great example. He, he you know, looked like it, it he didn't. It took him time. You know, the difference is Saquon's a dog. Again, Ben is a dog. I just, but it also goes beyond that. The difference is that Saquon still took the ball every day and was and was and and was trying to still do his job. I don't. But it didn't look good though. It it, no, it didn't look. He's a he's a freakish athlete that sucked last year to the point where we all wanted him gone, and now he's carrying the entire team on his back. Yeah, I just, being just I, think it's, to I think it's I think it's a solid exa- I think it's a solid example to a certain extent, but the difference is that Saquon wasn't Saquon wasn't, you know, going uh, trying to avoid contact because he was so scared of his knee. He was he I mean, he was doing his thing, he just wasn't the same guy. No, they they actually sat him at by the end, right? He didn't even finish the season and he wasn't particularly no, that's, injured. That's not true. How did it how did it end? He played. It's just that you know the team. Once they lost Jones, they were so bad, and you know he was not running with confidence. You know for sure. But you know he. Did, but uh, and, okay, fine. And let's but just still, let's move off Saquon. I, the, the thing about Ben is. But I didn't finish. Hold on, hold on, man. I want to finish my point, ahead. and then you can respond to it. Go ahead. Um, the again, I've seen this before. It's Darren Williams. Same thing happened to him. Darren Williams lost his lost his speed and quickness. It is fractions of a second that makes the difference between you and an average journeyman in the league or, or even an average player. You lose those fractions of a se- second, a couple of inches on your jump. He's probably lost like six inches on his vertical, which is a huge difference, believe it or not, right? If if And what we don't know right now is can he get it back? Like, Ben has always had that sheepish look on his face. I, if you go back as far as you want, he's a little culturally different. He's raised in Australia. He doesn't have the, the same kind of a, appeal or, or, you know, kind of social appeal of the other players. He's always been a quiet guy, kind of just walking around the court doing his thing. He, he, he gets excitable. He gets physical. We saw what he did to us in the playoffs, that's not the dude that we're seeing right now. The question, only thing, my only question that remains is, can he get back there? I don't know, Matt. Uh, the thing is, like, he's absolutely useless without it. Yeah, it's like that's, Chris that's Paul. True. Like, yeah, Chris Paul wasn't useless not playing at his best. I, I wasn't watching. But I guarantee you could put him in a pick and roll. He'd find the right guy. James Harden has lost that step. He's not useless. This guy is useless, and he's a negative in every pretty much everything else besides running and jumping. Yep. You, you, you think know, his, he, he, you he think his defense even, hasn't been good? Throw. Say it again? You think his defense hasn't been good? I, I don't think it's been good at all. No, I think it's been bad also. He was, he was yeah. solid against Giannis in the first half, but mm-hmm. then Giannis basically decided, like, I'm not taking this shit no more. And like I'm not gonna hold it against you if you can't guard Giannis. Like, yeah, right. 
fucking God no. can't guard Giannis, but he, he did a solid job. I was I was rooting for a few buckets there. And and what they did was they took him off Giannis and they put other people on Giannis. Might might have been his him asking out, but he started guarding the center and he stopped guarding Giannis, which is something they wouldn't do in the playoffs, but re- regardless, when once they took him off Giannis, which was a horrible coaching choice, but I understand why they did it. Um Giannis took off. But physically, I'm just talking about physically, size, height, he can't no one can stop Giannis, but he at least gives us a chance, no? Like you thought he did a good job on Luca last night? He went by him like he was a traffic cone. I, I thought he did a good job, an excellent job, actually, in oh the first half. God. I think the same thing happened. Like like the and, first and half that, was kinda like when we were talking about the preseason though. Like that's the warm up. And then the game starts in the third quarter. I, I think the whole team comes out of third quarters and miss and, and has and has issues right now. Like I, I it's not just him. It's, it's a lot the, of them. We'll, get, aren't we'll right. get to the rest of the we'll get to the rest of the trash pile. Well, you guys are also, by the way, from a defensive <laughs> perspective, you guys are also forget it. Uh, you guys also haven't mentioned that he's also been in fucking foul trouble in almost every single game. Like he's yeah. for whatever defense he is giving or is not giving, the dude yeah, can't really. He's he's either he, whether you be, if you don't believe that he wants to be off the floor, he's clearly not quick enough because he and and because of that he ends up reaching and fouling on guys. So I think you know he's clearly not where he needs to be defensively. Yeah, no, he's 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 definitely not right. But again, I I I watch him play D, and he has things that can't be taught. Like you can't make, you know. Remember our long battles on who's uh, on me saying I prefer Karis Levert to Ben a long time ago, Matt. Yeah, you're right. I I always <laughs> used to say, <laughs> I always used to say that um, you know, if you take away his athleticism and physicality, what is he? And and it's true. It's if you take away his athleticism and phys- physicality, he's nothing. And and uh, and that's what I think. That's what we're seeing. Um, but I, again, if he can't get better, then that's a problem. I just believe that he can. I believe that that you have to kind of you know deal with these lumps while he's trying to figure out and get healthy. One and then two, get back his athleticism. I I don't know if that's possible in a season, but I'm praying. You know, Sam, is it possible for him to get it back? Look, I think that if I think that if you subscribe to what you and Kool Aid think, which is basically that once he he physically gets a little bit better, his mind is also going to get better. I I will say this though. I will say this. Darren Williams didn't get better. Like I understood. Like I never made it personal. Oh, like I've worked with athletes. I've done large projects with superstars, Shaquille O'Neal, other people. I did Nike Basketball's website for three years in a row, and I've been around athletes. They're all they're assholes. Like some of them will be nice and cordial, but get them on a set and longer than three hours, they'll start calling calling everyone their um, pieces of shit. It, it it is what it is. It you know these people live pam- pampered lifestyles. And what scares the shit out of them is losing the thing that makes them special. It scares all of them. And Ben is scared shitless right now. Because the thing that makes him special is not there. Can he get it back? Yeah, And, so I- and it, it can help him that Kevin Durant and Irving's body language and mood around him mm-hmm. is probably that of a discussion. 
guy ain't shit. Oh. And that that's scaring him too. Guys he probably looked 100%. up to in this league and compares himself to in this league, it doesn't help that, you know, they have wanna you seen, have you seen on the bench Durant sit next to Simmons, them covering their mouths with their towels laughing at any point? No. I've seen that. These guys don't fuck with Ben Simmons. No, but again, He's Ben don't really hangs fuck out with, with He hangs out with Utah. That's his only friend. Eve's question. Let me answer Eve's question, which was, mm-hmm. which was, I think that if you subscribe to the fact that right now a lot of his mental stuff is due to physical deficiencies, then I think that then then that to me is the most not even I don't even think it's like an irrationally optimistic view. I think then like yeah, I think he can get back to something semi close to what he was because if you, but my thing is I just don't know. I just don't know if he is just completely mentally shot. Like I was talking to a couple of friends of mine from high school yesterday and we were saying like, is this guy like an even worse version? If you remember the baseball player, like Rick Ankiel, who just like couldn't throw pitches anymore because he was just completely mentally shot and got out of baseball and then became a center fielder because he was just basically not, he, yeah. he basically couldn't do it. And it, yeah. it, it's been a worst, a worse version of that. I like, I just don't, I just don't know. I've seen guys get the yips before and never and never come out of it. Right. Exactly. Um, uh, didn't didn't team. Wally Backman have some? Who on the Mets had the yips and never got never got out of it? Couldn't throw the first base again. That was Chuck Knobloch. Chuck Knobloch with the Yankees. So, like, yeah. John Lester, like the pitcher, can't throw to first on pickoff plays. Like he he just he has a complete mental block. And so I think what Ben I mean look what Ben has to me is even worse because Ben goes up the floor. I mean. It's so funny on that play, like in against Dallas yesterday, where Ben gets the steal, brings up the floor, and then immediately stops in an awkward position. But it just so happened that KD was driving, and then they get the dunk. I actually thought that looked like a disaster, and I don't subscribe to. Oh, he thought that he knew that to stop there was the right move because it looked unbelievably awkward. Like, nah, he was playing hot potato. He wanted that ball out of his hands as soon as possible. Yeah, he didn't want to yeah. get fouled, and he knew that he didn't want to drive, even though he had, like, someone six inches smaller on him, like Reggie Bullock or I forgot, or Tim Hardaway Jr., someone like that. And he stopped, and it so just so happened that KD probably knew, because he has a great basketball offensive awareness, that Ben was going to stop, so he took the lane. But that was 100% a hot potato play, and, like, he basically got bailed out there. Yeah, I mean, it was a good pass, though. Like, I, I like that play. <laughs> that was a pass that every NBA player can make besides Yankadari. No, I, 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 but the, but again, I think, I, I think it's, it's a, it's a show of progress. It's, it was one of the first instinctual kind of plays. Like, he didn't even know, know, um, KD was coming, and, and exactly. Just, so he stopped, like he always does with the ball. Right, because he was like he was either hoping a timeout was going to get called or somebody would come get the ball. Yep. He didn't have any plans on attacking that ball and making the defender make a play. I, or that I agree. The... I I agree, but I uh, what I don't agree with is that this is static. It's if he if he could come out of his shell. Matter of fact, I think he looked better physically. Like when in the in the preseason, I think this is his body's response to to. First, getting the, that first pounding on him. Now he's gonna get used to it. He's gonna—they're gonna stretch him out more. Hopefully, they give him 
something to 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 kind of get him to the next level. It may take a year, which it, it completely destroys the team if it does. But I I think there's I think there's real reasons why why that this is happening. And remember, he's still 26. This could be fixed. Maybe <laughs> I hope. <laughs> the, the team is the team is already destroyed. Whether whether he's better next year or not, that is a possibility. But the the yeah. era the era that we signed up for is, is is destroyed. It's over. This is the big topic. Yep. Yeah. It's over. Come on, you, you're seeing KD. He's still putting. You know, he's still good. Obviously, like I'm not saying the guy's not good, but like, how many times a game does he fall down trying to make a move? That's his body is 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 starting to detach from his mind. Right. He's and no do you buy into the? Do you buy into the stuff that's coming out now? I, I forgot who said it that. KD's thirty points are empty, and I don't know. If, I don't know if I go that far, but like I understand the sentiment. Like he's really not. Do, he's not doing anything else. He's he's not a good passer, and that's gotten worse. Like starting last year, it started becoming a thing. His ball handling when he's facing the basket is poor. He really is at his best playing like Dirk, like at yeah. the elbows with his back to the basket, where it's just a turn and shoot. He could do that until he's fifty, but he's. He is no longer better than like the Lucas, the right. John Morant. It's, it's what I. Question. It's but what I said in the group chat. It's it, right. this like, thing goes Giannis, in cycles. It's not even close. It's not even close. And those teams have better coaching. They have better surrounding players. Better roster construction. Our roster construction is disgusting. Why? Mm, that's like, the why next thing I want to talk Mills about. Here? Patty Mills is here to keep Ben's vagina in place. He's. A, He's Ben's personal tampon. What is only, he doing here? How does he help this team? If first of all, Patty is we we lose all the games if Patty is not playing. Um, that's just the truth. He's leading the team in 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 um, three point shooting, and we're our whole oh, offense Patty is predicated knows, on shooting the three. I don't, I don't care about that. There's other parts of the. How game. could you There's not no care thing. about it? Like because like probably no the other... most important part of this team's offense. Because he does nothing else to help them. Everything else is a negative. So him hitting a couple corner threes over the span of 25 minutes isn't making up for a fact that he's a complete liability dribbling the ball, complete liability on defense. Everything else is fine. It's not even his fault. He's just too small and he shouldn't be out there the minutes he is. Mm. Obviously, you hope Joe and Seth fix those things. Yeah. But there's no ball handling. There's no center that can even think about shooting the ball outside of four feet. What the fuck was Nick Claxton doing shooting that three from the corner last night? Yeah. And he hit the side <laughs> of the backboard. Come on. Yo, let's keep it real. Nick Claxton is a backup center. Or like, yeah. you, know, he's, you know, like he's, he, he's just, he's not good. No, <laughs> part of that is Sean Marks fucking up and thinking that him and that Claxton and Jared Allen was the same. Matter of fact, I think they preferred um, Claxton to Jared Allen. And that is a major like, I like up. Nick Claxton. He plays hard. He he actually brings a little bit of a cocksucker to the team, which I like. Yep. But he, he just has needs to be, be doing it off like the bench. A, he's got to be in a four-out, one-in offense where he's the lob dunker. Mm-hmm. They don't have that threat. And, you know, Kyrie can do it a little bit, but he's coming off those screens, wiggle-waggling to get his shot up. So, like, you know, if he was playing with D'Angelo Russell or, or with James Harden, those guys will get him the dunks. Right. But they don't play like that. And then when you add Ben to the mix, well, he really can't do that. So he makes no sense. De'Aaron Sharp makes no sense. Yep. 
all these small guards make no sense. I mean, what? what I which, let's, t- let's name them because we already named Patty. Who else is the small guards? Seth? Seth is small. I mean, yeah. but yeah. are you saying small. it's not good to have Seth? I, it's, I mean, look, individually, he's a good player, but it's like even when he comes back, yes, he will improve the shooting, but he's not going to improve the defensive side of the ball. He's not going to improve the playmaking on offense. He's not Joe Harris at it, but he's not good at it either. And even Royce O'Neal is very limited dribbling the basketball. So yeah. and they have all these guys that are just specialists, surrounded yeah. Yeah. by Irving and Durant. Nobody besides Cam Thomas can do it on their own, and he doesn't get off the bench. He's got his own problems outside of that. It's just a badly constructed roster because this wasn't the roster they intended to build. Yeah. This was the roster they were forced to have. Yeah, they, right. I think the big thing is that – so I, I agree with all of that, and I'm someone – probably out of the three of you, I'm probably someone that's defended Marks the most. But I, I'm like – I mean, I texted you guys before the season saying as much as I love Seth Curry and as much as I love Patty, like the, the redundancy of those two coupled with Cam Thomas, coupled with Kyrie is just not sustainable. And the clacks and not having another center. As someone who liked Sharp coming out of the draft, and it looks like I'm definitely going to be wrong, like he just – he just hasn't progressed the way I thought he was gonna uh, going to after, at, at a UNC, and the the ro- I mean the roster has the roster ha- obviously has glaring um, glaring issues that to me seem like I guess what's so frustrating about it is they actually seem fixable, which is which is why I, which is why I think no one is completely willing. I mean maybe ban this to a certain extent, but it's hard to totally want to throw in the towel because if you if someone tells you tomorrow that you know. Uh, Cam Thomas and uh, Cam Thomas and a first round pick or what, like whatever it is, some filler was traded for PJ Washington. You'd be like, okay, like this now makes a little bit more sense. Or if Joe Harris or Seth Curry or one of those guys was traded for Miles Turner, whether you think it's a good deal or not, you would, would at least think from a basketball perspective, it makes sense. I think that right now it just the the construction doesn't make that much sense. The lack of a big doesn't make that much sense. I mean, we haven't even obviously talked about the coaching which I don't even know if it's a worthy discussion because I almost think the roster construction talks are more are more interesting at this point because I, I, if, the coaching if is everything what if everything we're, we've we've heard in this podcast is true then it how do we blame coaching I mean it's it's in everyone last night in the first half of the game he's doing Patty Mills on to Luca and he just drives right into him and scores four straight baskets right but you and he played Claxton Sharp. He played he played Claxton Sharp and Simmons together at one point. That to me is like a fire of the bull offense on its own. You know what? That is a fire of the offense. I mean, that's I don't, insane. I, I don't remember happen? seeing that, but if that happened, that was during he should the, be fired. That was I forgot that might have been during Milwaukee at one point. There was th- those three I remember were on the floor together. And by the way, <laughs> and by the way excuse me, Claxton. Even having Claxton Simmons and Royce O'Neal to a certain extent is is basically unplayable, and ha- or uh, the, with the with the with the way with how streaky Royce has been shooting. I mean, look, playing Claxton and Simmons is is utterly preposterous at this point. Like we've seen it, it's basically the worst lineup in basketball. But he, like, here's my is, thing too, though. Like we knew that. that going into the season. Yep. I didn't, we didn't have to see it. Yep. So and and we didn't have to see it. So if if you did it in practice, I could say, all right, you know what? Let's think. Let's try it. It's practice. It's preseason. We had this conversation the day the guy was fucking acquired. Yep. That this, they need a new center. 
Yep. Now, I'm going to give somewhat of a pass to Marks and say, well, the way things unfolded with Kevin Durant, maybe they lost out on some moves they could have made or signings they could have made. You know, that's that's a variable we'll never know. But as it's constructed now, it's not sustainable. Yeah. And they and, and I'm going to go back even further. The Nets got cocky when they let Spencer Dimwitty walk for nothing. Why would we need him? Correct. You know what? You never fucking know. And Spencer Dimwitty was on the Nets last night. They win the game. I mean, if, if Kuzma yep. was on the Nets last night, it's a completely different game. So you yep. could, maybe they got cocky. Maybe they got cheap. Whatever it was. That was no, bad. they got cocky. They got, listen, you could tell. You could tell. I've, I've been saying this to you guys forever. You could tell by the roster, right? What, what's my famous? What's my famous saying? Besides most of my more stupid famous sayings, but one of my good famous sayings is, "It's you don't judge the GM when he forgetting the superstars. The city gets the superstars. The the the, the player just happens to want to play in that city. You don't judge the GM." For getting the superstars, it's what he does after he gets the superstars that will tell you if a GM does the job or not. the The teams that win can survive injuries, right? They don't lose one player and, and stop going, and and they can they can go nine to ten men deep because NBA seasons are long and people get hurt. And what you have to do is you have to draft well enough to be able to compete with teams like Toronto. It's not all high draft picks on the Pelicans. It's not all high draft picks on Memphis. Those guys just draft well. And and that's yeah, why they're so good. Look, the D'Angelo Russell thing with the Warriors, the Warriors, never, they knew they weren't keeping him. Yep. But they were like, let's just get him and get something for it. Yep. Yep. And That's, and he they could have they could have trade if they knew they they I will always tell you guys they knew they were getting Kyrie Irving long before <laughs> that season ended. And that's why they treated um D'Lo the way they treated him the entire season. Yeah. That's, I don't think they knew they were getting Kevin, but I think they had a good idea Kyrie was coming. They they had a good idea Kyrie was coming. They were listen, Kevin had already bought an apartment in Manhattan. That's why the Knicks thought they were getting him. He had already had an office set up in Manhattan long before he got here, long before he declared. What they didn't know was Sean Marks was hiring Kevin Durant's people the whole time long before he got here too. Which which um, some of them have lost their jobs since then, but that's another topic. Look, All right. know, I want these guys to come back, but to me, the preseason was like my post-nut clarity, mm. where it was just <laughs> obvious that, like, it was just so <laughs> obvious that they had so many different things have to happen for, for this to be what we want it to be. Does anybody want to root for this team? And like a 45-win Kevin Durant-Kyrie Irving team that maybe wins the first round because they get a good matchup. It's not fun. This isn't fun. So right. I think, I every, think after every game, it's like this painful dissection of the game, and then it's just repeating the same thing over and over again. Fire Steve Nash. Fire Steve Nash. Fire Steve Nash. They're not fire Steve Nash. 
They're not. Not right well, now. They will, they are, he, will, he will not be coaching the Nets on opening night next year. Oh, absolutely um, not. He's you know, gone. Kevin Durant won't be here. Uh, maybe they give Kyrie like a deal because he's the only. They're only nut jobs that'll take him. They want to keep people coming to the games. Yeah, like. But it's just like let, let's just. We let's haven't just even talked about quickly. the fact that besides Jerusalem, New York City is the Jewish capital of the world. Right. And Kyrie so, did so what the, he did. Right. Like, so I, the Nets have <laughs> issues at coaching. They have a point guard issue. They have a center issue. They have a Ben Simmons issue. They, they have, have no a, draft picks issue. They have a star player uh, declining rapid. They had Ky- Kyrie Irving. You know, I don't know the full story, but, you know, just based on what the article is that he's, uh, you know, seems to be promoting some anti-Semitic uh, movie. So that's like, and that's like tame for Kyrie in terms of distractions. <laughs> so we have to worry about him having another one. Joe Harris is coming off of an injury. Seth Curry is coming off an injury. They're both, he's a free agent. Durant already wants out, wanted out. He probably still wants out. It's too much. It's too much based on what's happened the last couple of years. They had the they had victory like snatched from their jaw. It's just too much for one franchise to overcome. It's over. And so, just I they, I they just have to accept that it's over and it's going to suck. They're going to fucking stink again. And we're going to be watching Donald Sloans until so they you know they're going to be a million guys rush through here cuz they're going to have to fill out a roster and it's going to suck. But it, it, it's it's going to have to happen at some point, and it's like it's going to by December, 10th, 15th, 20th, something like that. That Woj tweet's going to come out that Kevin Durant is reiterated to the franchise. He no longer wants to be here. It's coming. So can I give my prediction? This is what I think. I think I actually think for some reason I don't know why. Maybe I I may be semi delusional, and there were parts during the summer where I said I'm just completely sick of this, and I don't. Me and Bama basically switched places where I and. But I actually think that this team, because I just have not been impressed by the East generally and even the teams in the West besides the Warriors, who are just a juggernaut, like, I honestly think that if this team makes a couple of shrewd moves, I just don't think that it's that, that – look, winning a title, I have no idea. It's impossible. As I think most years the best team hasn't even won. I don't even think the best two teams have been in the finals. So, like – that to me is like is whatever. I just think that this is somewhat salvageable from the sense that I think that they have guys that have value coupled with I think that every I think everyone in the I think everyone in the league has an unbelievably short short um short memory and I think that if Joe Harris and or Seth Curry put up like a couple of good games in no time, like people are going to be like, you know what? Like we, we fucking need shooting. We need X. We need Y. Like if Claxton like continues playing the way he does, I think someone will convince themselves, you know what? This guy is like a Capella type like version of whatever. If Cam Thomas has a couple of good games, I think that he could reshape a value that for some reason, based off what Brian Lewis has said, is able to get a first round pick, which may, whether it's highly protected or whatever it is, it's something that can happen. I just think that, like this idea that 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 the guys are completely worthless. I think that most te- most fan bases completely inflate their players' value. Like the Knicks thinking that you know, like they can trade Mitch Robinson and Quinn Grimes for Anthony <laughs> Davis or whatever. But, <laughs> well, think- but here's here's also the thing: Durant's gonna miss twenty straight games at some point, and this team's gonna go like two and eighteen in that stretch. 
Well, let's but let's but let's talk with Kevin Durant. Hold on, hold on, hold on. He's gonna get hurt at some point. Hold on, that that's that's obviously something that we that has to be true. But you can't like that's already like that's almost like wishing for an uh, an injury. He's not playing. It's going to happen. And He's then not, a tail is going to occur that they so, cannot rebound from. So they let me so here. so let me give you guys a retort, right? I the think guy got over hurt the last year, the time he came back, James Harden was gone. Right, right. No, no. <laughs> clearly, I, I get what you're saying, right? But I'm looking at it this way: they have, and they're not going to win all of these games. But the next eight, the next um six games, Pacers, Pacers, Bulls. Nets, oh, excuse me, Nets, Pacers, Pacers, Bulls, Wizards, Hornets, Mavericks. We get to we get to kind of end up after those six games. Yeah, where look, we the, where the we Nets started. We we okay. I'm serious. telling you, over these, they're gonna lose a couple of these too. Yeah, they'll probably go 500. Right? They they probably right. They probably go 500, and. But that's when they're gonna take off. If they're gonna take off, take off I like, think. Yeah, I yes, think if they, if they keep the team together for eighty-two games, they're gonna make the playoffs. There's enough individual talent for it, that. Listen, this is not a serious gamblers. Bam, gamblers for years have betted this way. They've looked at the team that in early in the season, where where um one team has just been thrown together. And the other team has been playing together for a long time. They know what they do. They basically just operate on, on, um, on automatic. And that's not the Nets. The Nets are recently thrown together again. Ben didn't play with them last year. Royce didn't play with them last year. The uh, these guys coming off the bench, half of them are rookies, and other half of them are new. It's going to take time for them to choreograph. Hold on, Ben. I didn't talk over you. Let me finish saying what I'm going to say. And I'm going to let you get respond to it. They they haven't had a time to play real basketball yet. They're going to play real basketball against some teams that they're probably more competitive against. This is going to create just a little bit of synergy, which is going to allow their talent to to come through. They're going to figure out who can play and who can't play. They have to give these guys minutes, every single one of them, because none of them are really that good. They've got to figure out who's going to play. I promise you, Utah Utah Watanabe is going to play a whole lot more. Um, Oh, great. and and Great. I think he's I think he's a I think he's a decent off the bench player. But so the other night I'm talking about uh, Bruce Brown, and you're like, does that make a difference? So now we're this uh, a Raptors cast off is going to come save our day. Utah stinks at basketball. He's he just not stink. as bad as the other. I've been, I've been I've been very impressed. I'm in. Come on. And Kool Aid loves him too. I should I should fuck up. No, and but you need that, and he has yeah, nice size. They're right gonna in. get they're gonna get chemistry, and he's shooting really. He's he, it hasn't been a lot of shots, but he's shooting great from the three point yeah. line. Yeah, on that small sample size. I mean, super, but but why be negative against it if it's he's if the numbers are good ben, now? Huh? 
He's better than Simmons right now, if that's what you want me to say. <laughs> okay, fine. Is. Isn't that the sad thing? Bruce Brown right now is better than Ben Simmons. Right, but no point. matter what Bruce Brown does in his life, Bruce Brown could sit in his basement and chew on kryptonite for hours. He'll never be what Ben Simmons could be. That's not how organizations should 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 put rosters together. Hey, yes, is it a risk? He's better than Ben Simmons right now. Oh. Yeah, every he's the worst player in the league right now. There's no doubt. He freaking oh. sucks. <laughs> yeah, it's, guys, are you enjoying this team? Do you do you like Kevin Durant anymore? No, I mean, look, no. if you told me that they were going <laughs> to no. um, what are we doing reboot, here? If you told me they were going to reboot, the, the issue is that is that Ben is the is Ben is arguably the worst contract in basketball at this moment. So if you were to tell me they were going to reboot and trade KD. I just, I don't know what KD, I mean, look, they hated what the value was for KD this this past summer. I don't think it's going to be right. better during the year. No, right, nobody's they, they giving us also, their blue chip, their blue chip player I don't, I don't for KD. Anymore. I don't care anymore. You get the draft picks, and here's what the Nets have to consider here, mm. before it's too late. This year, their pick, even if Houston swapped, right, let's say the Nets wound up winning the lottery, and Houston was second, right, they would swap, right? Next year, Houston owns their pick outright. The following season, when that swap is still in play, Houston, at that point, there's a very good chance is likely to be better than the Nets. So this is a year where the Nets can find themselves in high lottery pick position. That will not come up anytime soon. So they're going to have to get to a point where they say, you know, and obviously I know they're not going to do this. I would pull shoot now, but that's why I don't have these jobs. 25, 30 games in, if they're like, look, our fucking ceiling here is a 45-win team. Maybe we get to the second round. You got to pull shoot there. And you, you and you tank the rest of the season away. You, you, you get whatever you can for Kevin, whatever you can for Kyrie. I'm sure they can get a nice haul for, for Seth. They could probably walk away with seven first-round picks between those three trades. Yeah, they're good. You know what I mean? And they may not be all great picks and the picks you want, but they have none really moving forward that at least that they control if you combine so, if you combine kevin Kyrie, joe seth claxton whatever they could probably they could probably get seven or more depending on what you're talking about probably, probably more than that right and, and let's be honest they don't have to trade claxton now you could do that in the offseason joe harris is still on the team royce o'neill would still be on the team so those are valuable pieces that you can sell off down the line they don't have to be all done at once but there is something to be said that this year houston is going to suck so are the Nets. So if they're both top eight suck. The Nets are not going to suck. Yeah, they're going to win 45-plus games. The Nets aren't going to suck unless they break the team up. But they might be at a point 30 games in, they're like, well, we're fucking 17 and uh, 13 and behind closed doors. Katie's like, fuck this shit. Then they I break think, the team up. They would suck the rest of the year, obviously. I, I think they ha- there's zero chance that happens. Yeah, I think, I don't think, I think there's zero chance that happens. I think over the next four, uh, over the next six games, they're gonna even if they go 500, they're gonna find things that they could do, and then after that, they're gonna they're gonna have some more growing pains, but they're gonna reach that 15th, 16th game, and they're gonna be different. Uh, and I'll, and I'll, I'll say this: if the Nets hold on to a false hope of being a championship team. They're going to regret it in the future. There's, there's nothing like 
what you're trading it for. As long as you have Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, even this version of Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, you're always one piece away. You're always one player wanting to go where you are away. I, I, I believe that. I think they got two years left. They have no way to get that player anymore. Everything they had is gone to get that player I, now. It, you, it, there's always a way. So Ben, right now, right now, would you do the would you do the Suns deal that you that you? I, I'm not saying this to, to spit it back in your face. I'm just curious. Would you do the the Aiden Bridges and like four picks and swaps? One hundred percent. Wow, yeah, no I, way I do that yeah. deal. <laughs> no way. Kevin Durant is getting worse. He and, is. And Eve, this is something you said. Like, and he, I just he is. He about. there's there's no so, so doubt that he's getting worse. On, so what I'm saying is to hold on. Through this false belief that this team can win a championship, they have no chance of winning an NBA title. So to f- hold on to that, just to make the playoffs, get trounced in the first or the second, maybe you win the first round. No, but, but the opposite by- is not better. The opposite yeah. is not better. They, they, if, if, what if they, they have, have to do. The only thing that they have is that everybody thing. else has two superstars. They have two superstars and and a good a good team. If they could get if Philly Ben back. If they could get Philly Ben back, which I don't think is an obnoxious thing to say for for a guy at 26 years old to to go back to being what he was at 24, I don't think that's a far fetched thing to happen. Well, let's not act like Philly Ben didn't get run out of town. That happened, and so but after he, 30 games, if but Philly he got ben is he got bad. run out of town for something that he did specifically, and it wasn't it. Half the half it was always like a civil war, the Ben people versus the Embiid people in, in, in Philly world. But the the problem is Ben decided I'm never playing for Doc Rivers ever a fuck again. And he like meant he that shit. Powers. And he never played for him again. Okay, now the monsters took his shit. Now maybe the mon- maybe that has happened. That remains to be seen, but I can I I don't think it's obnoxious to hope a twenty six years old 26-year-old becomes as productive as he was when when he was 24 and and second in, in the NBA in all defense. Yeah, I so think that's it's not obnoxious to think that. But after 30 games, if that's not back, and this team is 16 and 14, 17 and 13, even worse. Let's say they're 14 and 16 or 15 and 15. Mm-hmm. You're gonna wait. What are you gonna wait till next year? You you have they have to now strike. They have to now find the point where. They say we this is no longer sustainable, and we are only going to get worse, and we're going to get worse returns on the investments we have currently. The longer we wait, and you will prolong the stink that is coming, because once Durant's gone and Irving's gone, they are going to stink. I'm not telling you they're going to get better by making these trades. It is going to stink. There's going to be Rodion's cruises. There's going to be Travion Grams and all that shit, and it's going to be tough to watch. Yeah, but but, but why do that? Why do that if you're not going to get it, what you want back? Why well, I, I I don't understand why do that. Only going to get worse. But but I, but I'm saying like you don't do that in the middle of the season. You do that after the season. You fire. This is the I order that the you do. This, year. this is. This I is, want the this, Nets picking in the lottery this year. I, I do too, but I'm what I'm what I'm saying to you is it goes in this order though. It goes, it goes. Um, you fire the GM. The GM hires his coach and decides on the style of basketball that he wants to play, and what kind of players he needs to play that style of basketball, 
and then you trade the assets, all of the assets that you can to get up into that the top end of, of this year's draft and collect a couple of draft I'll assets from this, there. And I think we can agree on this. It's the situation that I'm saying, this is a 500-ish basketball team after 30. Ben is showing no signs to turn this around. They're not going to have a choice in the matter. Durant is going to demand out, and he's going to get it. Do you think he's – I've actually been thinking that. Do you guys think he's going to demand out again? 100%. I think, that, I think that he was like, look, I understand you can't just move me, but, like, I'm going to come in. Let's give it a camp. You know, maybe you're right. With Ben here and with Royce, we're bigger. We're going to get Joe back and Seth back. You know, let you know maybe I'm maybe I'm in my feelings here. I'm panicking a little bit. But any fears he had about this team right now, when him and Kyrie are putting up, you know, 65 points a game together and it's a struggle to get it, get their shots off, he can't be too happy with what's going on. He can't be. And it, it, doesn't, it doesn't look good. And there's just I, so many different things that can go wrong and are going I, wrong. I'm, I'm telling you, seeing, seeing the basketball go in the hoop and game starting to win, like, that was a hell of, like, all of us can agree that starting five games, we played five contending NBA teams. Yeah, the they, the they, team they, we they, lost to last night was played in the Western Conference Finals last year. Right? No, Eve, I'm, I'm totally there with you. That's actually partially why, like, I, I do think that things will get better. And the other thing that I wanted to say, which I texted with you guys, but I do think is true, is that Nets team last year, if they had, if they played the schedule that Nets have had, they would have gotten <laughs> obliterated by Milwaukee and Memphis, and they definitely would have gotten obliterated by Dallas, and they would have quit. And but, I know you But say, which well, team? The one in the, from the start of the season? The one from the middle of the season or the one from the end of the season? Which yeah, which, team, which version of the Nets are you talking about? Because the, that team last year basically was struggling to win whether KD was playing or not. They were having trouble beating bad teams. We're right now competing with the with basically – we basically played five of the best eight or nine teams in basketball so far. And, mm-hmm. and, and like, besides the Pelicans who – like I thought they were going to get blown out. I bet I bet the Pelicans in the spread. Like they, like they they are competing. And I know that for a team with aspirations, like Bam could easily say, you know, like competing great. Like do you want like a fucking gold medal? But I do think that compared to last year, when the Nets would legitimately lay down for games whenever they went down, and the Nets got blown out against good teams. Like right. I do think there's something else that's there. That's basically why I still have some level of faith if they were getting look had they gotten blown out again i thought they were gonna get blown out yesterday i thought they were gonna lose relatively badly against the bucks and and i think i have some type of feel on this team and there's something to me that feels a bit different which is why i'm holding my breath on a combo of joe seth ben getting better like for as many times and i know i'm just interrupting myself but for, for as many times as you can say the nets have so many things that are going wrong i also think there's a couple of things that could actually go right that we're banking on like joe seth ben's back then making deals that i actually think that this thing is semi-salvageable that's why i wouldn't blow it up yet but i also in, in my gut i also do think that Ben is probably right but i I'm, I'm yet to go there yet at this point. Yeah, I mean, like, let's be out, like Irving and Durant are going to miss extended periods. Yeah, that's, it, 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 that's going to be when the quitting starts. 
Right. right. That's that's the thing that no, like, no teams even though even though Kyrie keeps saying Kyrie keeps saying that uh he's gonna now play eighty two this year. Yes. Like get this fucking guy out of here. You know what? We we bought we drank the Kool Aid, and I don't regret doing it. But the guy's a fucking piece of shit. <laughs> he is. Kyrie Irving is a piece of shit. Like I I've, I've defended him, in group chats with Nick fans. But like I'm done today. Like I'm not even Jewish, so like I'm not like personally offended by this. But it's just like this guy's a fucking idiot. Like he's who needs he, this? Who needs with, with everything they got going? Who needs and Kevin this Durant's too? An idiot because he likes the guy. Yeah, I I just don't want to watch this, it. Anymore. This I, I, is I'm hilarious. This is what we've argued about all summer, Matt. I know I was wrong, and you know what? Maybe maybe the Giants coming out and being like this likable group of you know, this you know guys that were like left for dead and young players and new coaching and the new energy, like the renewed proud of Giants football. It's just like, this is fuck. like, I want to root for the Eli Manning of the Brooklyn Nets. Not these fucking guys that came here, probably because they were like, it's still New York, but we don't got to deal with the bullshit of playing for the Knicks. It's just like, mm-hmm. it's the whole, the whole juju is bad. I hate the coach. I hate Ben Simmons already, and he didn't even do anything. I just don't like the guy. This is not fun. This isn't fun. It was funner watching the, the Russell guys play. Yep. It is hilarious that you're saying this because I've said all of this before. Right. But now you're arguing with me. I, <laughs> <laughs> but the, so like, but there's a like point. I, said, I had to post my clarity, but it's just like I, I, I'm not enjoying it anymore. It really, basically, and it's almost like not even anyone's fault, but since this, like the start of that Buck series, like first it was Harden, then it was Irving. Ever since then, it's just been like one kicking the fucking balls after another to the team like the COVID vaccine hits Kyrie's not gonna play team is still winning games they're not playing great but they're not doing great like we don't know Kyrie's coming back and then Durant gets hurt Harden wins a trade team loses like 20 straight games in a row team gets swept you know it's just like one guy Durant demands trade Kyrie can't get a new contract it's just they've been kicked in the nuts too many fucking times and they can't reproduce anymore. They need a new man. It's over. Yeah. I, I, be, I get what be. you're saying, but I, I'm not ready to be there. Like, I I, I warned of this happening. Yep. You know, it's it's always it, yes. this type yeah. of thing. You're exposed to it when your superstars run your, run your organization. No, and, when the wrong superstars run your organization. Right. Right, I mean, but not every team is going to be LeBron, and even LeBron made mistakes. You know, um, he, you know, if if LeBron got Spolstra fired, that would have been a disaster. You know, yep. so, um, you know, you need a good organization, and the Nets haven't been that. The Nets, the Nets slept walk thinking, up, oh, I've got Harden, KD, Kyrie. Hey, look, they had I'm it. Winning. They had the twenty twenty yeah, championship. Yeah. They ha- I'll never fault them. For, I'll never fault them for making this these moves. I, I would never, I wouldn't take any of them back because this team, there was there was an alternate universe where this team won a championship yep. and and was a and was a worthy team defending that championship last mm-hmm. year. They may not have won it, but that was there. 
And, no, they right. could have theoretically three. They could have been in the mix for some type of winning two and three years, or honestly three. Like they were. Look, every as as everyone as Zach Lowe always says, every single every single person in basketball uh, breathed a sigh of relief when the Simmons Harden trade happened. Right. Right. They, that was. I mean, that's. I mean, look. They. That's what. That's to me why I think I almost don't even have as much. I mean, I definitely have anger about the the vaccine thing, but like the year before, like that was there. I mean, they were eons better than the Bucks were. They were eons better than whatever that Suns team was. Like they were, they were the best team in the league, and they and they had literally the ninety nine percentile worst injury luck they could and, have. And the Warriors weren't around. Yep. Right. So it was like it was that was their year to win it on a silver platter. And if there is a God, he's a fucking Knicks fan. Um, <laughs> no, well, he's, not. he's not. That's he that's how silly. Them. That's how silly that point of view is. He's not yeah, because right. look at be what right, he's right, done right. to the Knicks. <laughs> you know, what? so if there's a God, he's a he was a New Jersey Net fan that's pissed they moved to Brooklyn, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or, or he just hates uh, fucking net income. I'll always know? say that I was at the game against I think it was Cleveland or whoever where you know Blake Griffin threw the ball behind his back and then. Mike James threw it off the, and there were only 1,100 people because it was still like the the COVID guidelines. And I like said to my friend who's also a Nets fan, I was like, "This is utterly bizarre that we have a team that's just dominant. Like we're clearly like I I lost my voice because I was so blown away by that play, and then I was rooting for dominance like that. Like I've never rooted for a team that dominant. I mean, it, it just that that was their chance, and there's just been like a million different things, both outside factors and self inflicted wounds that. It feels like it's it's like a relationship where like two people love each other, but like there's been just too much hurt and they just yeah. can't trust each other anymore. And it's like even though you still love each other, it's like you're better off apart. And right. That just, just feels like that. It just doesn't feel. It hasn't felt good about the and, net. And ultimately, time. and ultimately, you gotta blame Nash for that, because his job was vibes, and the vibes well, aren't good. And the vibe, if, and if and if he doesn't get the vibes together, we're gonna lose a bunch of games versus Indiana and all these. You know, we're not gonna beat the Bulls like this. You Can know? I ask you two a question about that? I, if you guys have to go, whatever. But I, I just I just want a quick question. What do you guys actually think, based off of what Marks and Sai have said? Like, if this thing goes, let's say semi south, like they're not like losing like four out of six, but they're <laughs> they're mediocre. It, like, is Nash gonna like? I just. I think people who think Nash, I just don't think Nash is getting fired this year. I do. Well, I, I no. don't think it matters if he gets fired this year or not. I think if it gets to the point where he should be fired, like the whole breakdown is coming, maybe you let him ride the year out, then you get a developmental coach in here for the following season. Listen, guys, he's smart. He's a brilliant man, uh, Josiah. He's not one of these I inherited my my money dumb owners. Yep. He's a smart dude, um, educated dude, but he's just, he's one of us. The only reason why he hasn't fired these guys yet is because it wouldn't be sensible at this point. Now, there's a reason why Sean Marks doesn't have a contract right now. And and when it was reported, they made sure to tell everyone in the media that that is not true. <laughs> right? <laughs> The Nets organization, uh, and and not Sean Marks, made sure to tell the media to correct something that didn't really need to be corrected, right? So 
this dude is chomping at the bit to fire this this team. He didn't hire Sean Marks. He he inherited him. He liked what he was what he was seeing. Who didn't? We all liked what we were seeing, right? But the return hasn't been good. And there's probably a guy that Joe Side texts with, you know, well look at what's going on with the team now. Like what was he thinking when he hired Nyash? And, and that guy is telling him back things that Joe Sy cannot wait to swing the hammer on, on these guys. They're, it's going to happen. It's going to be one foul swoop. Yeah. So? yeah it's going to be like uh, they'll, they'll let Pablo. Marks, Marks may survive it. No, yeah, he's I, not. I, he, Marks he is going to survive basically anything. No, I don't think he can, man. I'm telling you. He's I not Joe size higher. I think Mark survives basically almost everything, but I think the Nash thing is it could lead. Like, like here's what I don't understand. I don't get why KD and Kyrie, for example, don't just come out and say, like, literally say publicly, like, we hate Nash, because that will actually make the situation untenable right now. Like, they could say that. Right. And and, and they could have said it. They could have said it so many times, and and people have given them doors to say it. I, well, a lot of people think that Nash getting uh, thrown out of that game was theatrical, and he did that on purpose. Oh, you've been in Nets Nets Twitter spaces. No, no, I'm not saying I believe it. I'm just saying that's what some people say, and I think Perkins kind of subscribed to that a little bit. Again, who I think is a moron, but I'm just saying. Again, it's you. Look, the Nets are an easy target. We're on first take every single morning. Yep. We're on um, um, what's the other one? Get up. Get up. <laughs> Skipping Shannon <laughs> Club Shay Shay. <laughs> you have to say stuff, but how often is it accurate? Not very uh, often. I'm with you. Not very often. Anyway, guys, we. We we got emotional as per usual and went forty five went um a whole sixteen minutes more than what we were supposed to, but it needed to be said. Next six games could be special for us guys. Could be the uptick. A lot of doom and gloom in this one. You wanna you wanna you wanna sprinkle any more darkness? <laughs> no, I, I think it's just um, it is what it is. Go Giants. I'm just seeing that there's a good chance both DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett are playing Sunday for Seattle. So, go Giants! Uh, my brother's forty-second uh, birthday, I believe, is tomorrow night or forty-first. So I actually won't even, I won't be able to see the net game. And normally I would DVR, but I'm not fucking DVRing the Nets Pacers game at one and four. Just win, win the fucking game, or, or don't. I really don't care anymore. True indeed, I'd Sam. I echo your giant statements. Uh, I, Blue. I, uh, I'm happy to see that Curry is questionable for tomorrow and that Harris is playing and Morris is playing. And those should these two Pacers win should be easy. The Pacers have been playing teams close but have been doing the right tanking move and keep losing. So we'll, uh, we'll, we'll see. I think, I, I think I'm going to – I would say there's about an 85% chance on that Barclays on Monday night. So There's an old saying – you can take the Nets out of New Jersey, but you can't take the New Jersey out of the Nets. Hell's fucking yeah, you can. Don't, I... <laughs> like New York City's. 
We are Pot Thorn. Pot Thorn. Have a good weekend. Pot Thorn. Pot Thorn.